Hello guys, and welcome to the Japanaholic Podcast. Today I'm your temporary host, Alex, interviewing your normal host, the one you know and love, Taylor. This feels weird to me. I'm usually the host, so I'm usually the one announcing that this is the Japanaholic Podcast, but I guess I'll take a, hey, a nice break. You're being interviewed. you got to get on your toes tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. As many of you may or may not have heard, there is the podcast in which Taylor interviewed me, which might be the one before this, might be a couple podcasts ago, whatever. He gave me he gave me a list of five questions. Well, I decided to interview him. I am throwing those five questions off the board, and I have five questions, or actually seven questions of my own for him oh. that he doesn't know. Ooh. Awesome. I'm ready for this. i got to keep him on his toes. <laughs> so I'm sure, by right. now, I'm sure by now he's discussed enough personal things that I don't need to go too in-depth in the personal life because he kind of delved into that when asking me the questions on the previous episode. Yeah. So so I'm going to try to keep these questions more focused upon anime and that kind of stuff. Okay, all right. Just simply because, you know, it's an anime podcast. Don't need to, uh, yeah. you know, don't need to rehash stuff we've said already. Yeah. So I'm gonna start All off right. with a really simple, easy one. I'm gonna start really, really easy. Top five animes or mangas. You can combine uh, the two. Ooh. It doesn't matter much. Top five. See. Hmm. See, I've watched. I've watched. I want to say a good chunk of anime, or I've seen a good chunk of anime to give off a top ten. But a top five is difficult. So. Just, just, okay. just uh, like mine, obvious. it doesn't have to be any kind of order, yeah. just five okay. particular obvious, ones of notes you obvious. Really like. Obvious one for anybody who is given the Japanaholic podcast uh, look, even looking at the titles. Eurocap is up there, top five. One of my favorites. I would recommend that as probably one of the... It's like the most comf- comfiest animes I've ever seen in my entire life, okay? I've seen, like, so many, like, good shows and with good storytelling and stuff like that. Yuru Camp has just combination of just good music, good animation, and good character developments that, honestly, it, it's up there in my top five. I don't want to call... I don't want to say it's, like, the number one spot because I kind of think my number one if we're listing this in order, but I'm not listing it in order, so, but, anyways, Steins Gate, I love Steins Gate, That's okay? a very respectable choice. I, I gave Steins Gate a, a good going, uh, late 20, late 2019, and I think I watched, like, the first, like, six episodes, uh, and then I took a break, and then I finished watching the first season, and then binge the entire second season um, all in, I want to say, a span of two nights because Steinsgate is a big, big series and it's up there on one of my top fives. Another one on my top fives um, is uh, New Game. I actually just started getting into the New Game series. I bought the first four volumes of the manga uh, many weeks ago and... Um, <laughs> I really enjoy the the new game series. Uh, I've watched the first season, just getting ready to start the second season. I love the series. Uh, fourth series. Uh, probably, I didn't expect to like this series, like, um, at all. And that was K-On! Because I didn't think I would like that Moe, that kind of a Moe show. But then I saw, like, the first, like, episode and i was like oh this may be an anime that i really enjoy watching so 
yeah, there's Eurocamp, Gate, New Game, K-On, and this one was my first anime I've ever seen, Domestic Girlfriend, up there, it's up there, <laughs> top five. <laughs> it's up there, top five, and I'm speaking from this as the manga perspective, I didn't find the anime too, eh, it was alright, but it wasn't as incredible as the manga. The manga is incredible. I love the. I love it. Absolute. Oh my god! It was the first anime I've that I've watched. I don't know. That is probably the. When I first told Alex that he, I bet he fell out of his chair. <laughs> I believe I did. <laughs> but see, it's just, it's just funny that you know. Back to the previous topic. Topic: How we bonded over the love of an anime that is pure dumpster fire. I'm, I'm not yeah. insulting the anime. Don't get me wrong. I I quite enjoyed the series. I that was one of the very few mangas that I binged read, <laughs> and that was I just could not put it down. It's like when it's like when you drive by a car wreck and you can't help but turn around to look at it. Yeah. It's like oh that happened. I want to see more of that, and then you just sit and it's just like oh man, that's that happened, and I don't know if I enjoyed that or not. And I feel bad if I did, but it domestic girlfriend is up in my top, my top five because it's like if I didn't if I didn't watch domestic girlfriend I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now on a Japanaholic podcast discussing anime in Japan almost every freaking week, um, and it's funny it, it's funny because while domestic girlfriend is my first anime that I've watched. It's technically not because it was the first anime I've completed, but the first anime I've technically watched was Attack on Titan. But really, I, thing, I didn't actually I, know that. But I actually dropped it after like the third episode, so I just kind of didn't like the characters that much. I just kind of they kind of annoyed me to some extent. I I could definitely see that some of the characters in there that show are extremely annoying. Yeah. But I think that wraps it up for my top five. I could go on and on, basically. Right, so do you want to do you want to now give a quick little you know overview of what the top five just was? List them, stall right in order right there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying put them in an order of you know oh, one, put, to, one to five. One to five. Uh, now that one... now that you're sitting there and said why you loved it, what you loved, give it give it a flat you know one two you know first place, second place, third place, etc. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay, top two is easy because it's Steinsgate and then uh, Yuru Camp. Okay, for me. Because I really enjoyed both. It's kind of like a huge like 180 when you watch Steinsgate and then you go to Yuru Camp. Because it's like Steinsgate, everything's like in your face. Every episode's like, oh my god, this is intense, insane, and there's like twists and turns. And then you go to Yuru Camp and it's just like a comfy anime and, you know, just girls doing camping things. They're eating soup it's by a campfire. Yeah. Pretty much, and it's like a complete 180, but that's what I enjoy about Eurocamp is that I could watch something like Steins Gate, then go to Eurocamp, and I feel at ease, especially, you know, e even if I have, like, a terrible day, I can just watch Eurocamp and, you know, hear Narishiko or uh, Shimadine's voice and just feel at ease. Um, if we go to third through five, that's kind of tough for me. Um... Third place maybe Kon because of the fact that because I'm a I'm a rock and metal guy and when you watch Kon they they are in like a like a rock band 
So it, it kind of fits me personality-wise. So I guess I like K-On a lot. Uh, so there's that. Um, fourth place is a toss-up. But I think I'll give it to the manga of Domestic uh, Girlfriend. Uh, just because if you read it, and I think it's just because of the fact that there's so many freaking volumes and so many chapters of the series, it's just like, there's so much to take in, and all the care and it, it's, it, it could be a dumpster fire at times, but at other times, it's like, you know, the dumpster fire aside, the story is alright, and fifth place would be New Game, because, you know, it's, it's the newest on it. your list. Yeah, <laughs> it, it kind, of, kind of is, to be honest. I, because I still need to watch the second season, and I just started buying the the mangas. So yeah, it is kind of one of the newer ones on my list. But that's my top five actually ranked. So, so the best way to to describe domestic girlfriend in D and D in D and D terms, the main character Natsuki always rolls a tw- natural twenty on charisma checks. <laughs> But has a zero in luck skill. That is the best way to put it. He rolls nat twenties on every on charisma, but rolls critical failures on every other roll. Yeah. That is the best yeah. way to put it. That is exactly right. I agree one hundred percent about that. But anyways, we can move on to our second question now. You get unlimited funding to fund either a pro wrestling anime or a NASCAR anime. You can only fund one mm. of them. So much story could be told with a pro wrestling anime, but the same thing could be said about NASCAR. Now, if anybody doesn't know that, because I really didn't, I don't really talk about, I haven't really talked about myself personally, like outside of me loving Japan and me loving anime, but I do love NASCAR and I do love like pro wrestling. I personally know Uh, Taylor for three things, NASCAR, wrestling, and anime. Exactly. So I figured I I figured I would combine all three and make him actually think. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Here's the thing. There are plenty of racing animes. There ain't not one pro wrestling anime unless you can't count Keijo with him mm. going butt to butt. Mm, that's true. So, at the same time, while a NASCAR anime would probably... I, I feel like, in terms of, like, if I had to go in, like, depth, I would say pro wrestling would have more fans because of the fact that pro wrestling is massive. Like, not just in America, but, like, in Japan, in, uh... Cur- um, oh, they, China, got, they got me. New Japan, all that. Yeah, and got Canada and Mexico with the Lucha Libre and stuff like that. So maybe pro wrestling, just because of the fact that, like, if if I can, if I had unlimited funding and I had all that, the good stuff, like the storytelling, and if I had the freaking art, the art talent to draw the manga, okay, um, just being able to, like, tell a story, you know, tell a story of, like, a, uh, of a wrestler you know, who works in pro wrestling and stuff like that. I'd probably go with pro wrestling, to be honest. Let me ask you this question really quick. Have you ever watched Initial D? I have not. That's your homework. You you are so into that. <laughs> you are so into racing and do not know how you've never watched one of the biggest racing animes to ever exist. Uh, I, I, am, I am shocked and appalled by the fact that your NASCAR loving ass have not watched the closest thing to a NASCAR anime that exists. <laughs> Oh man, I I'll probably get into it sometime this year because because I've been recommended Initial D so many times, but I think it's just because of the fact that um 
I don't know. I think it's just I've been so lazy to watch it. I don't know. It's I, I, I have I kind of have no excuse. I just I gotta watch it because I am a a, a NASCAR slash racing fan. So yeah, but sometimes yeah. sometimes your loves don't mix and combine them. I'll give you that's true. I'll give that you that's true. I love cooking. That's true. I've yet to find a cooking anime I really enjoyed. Food Wars. I haven't actually seen Food Wars. <laughs> anyways, I agree with you. I would one hundred percent fund a wrestling anime. Growing up, yeah. growing up watching WWE and Carton and Lucha Libre cartoons because there was oh, a lot yeah. of cartoons about Lucha Libres. I would yeah. love to watch an in-depth anime with you know you can't see me John Cena doing a power bomb off the top of fucking Japan building. Yeah, I, I think a hyper stylized, unrealistic wrestling anime would be really enjoyable. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Anyway, let's move on to the next topic. We have the the next couple of questions are kind of in a very similar category. Okay. Any manga or anime universe you can go live in. Which one is it? Mm, inclu- including the characters. It includes the characters, right? It includes the characters, but you are not the main character. You are mm. Taylor the normal guy. <laughs> if 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 the normal people in the anime have the ability to have powers to go on adventures, you have the ability to go on the power mm. adventures. But this does not mean that you're a main character or friends with the main characters or friends with the main character side characters. You're just Shit. in that universe. Mmm... Now, I'm trying to think if I want to go for something off my top five or pull something out of my ass. Because I'm trying well, to your top five does not really have any fantasy realms. You have uh, Steins Gate that exists in a relatively normal modern future, just where they find a bit of time travel. Okay. You got Yuru okay. Camp where they're just hanging out in the woods. You got Domestic No mm. Girlfriend where that's <laughs> yeah, just normal Japan. Yeah. You got K-On where they're playing others. guitars and New Game where they're just playing video games. Um, so you should really pull something out of your ass. See, as much as I would love to get like in like an Isekai world like Konosubo or ReZero, I think going to an Isekai world would be hell. Yeah, because you're not the, monsters. Not even hell, you're just not the overpowered MC. Yeah. So you'd be the damsel distress waiting I, for Mr. Smartphone to roll up and press delete. Yeah. Um I would honestly have to go with um the world of Yagare Kimininaru, which is Bloom into You. One of my favorite animes in terms of animation. Um I'm intrigued story, by your choice in this because that is like a normal everyday Japan. Yeah, but at the same time it's like the scenery is beautiful and the animation itself is incredible and i'll probably on the pod on this podcast i'll probably go more in depth into yagari kimi ninaru uh i can only hope hope that i'm there because i quite enjoy that series as well oh yeah because i i love because i know i'm not going to be one of the characters but at the same time i think that's a good thing because it mainly features (laughs) two girls let them get it on it mostly features Uh, lesbians I'll I'll be the camera person. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was. Uh, anyway, I would totally go to the world of Dan anyway. Machi and join a familia. <laughs> no doubt in my mind, I would go dungeon exploring. Whether or not I'd live, that's another story. That's true. I I kind of agree with that as well. Dungeon <laughs> that, exploring. That that took too. that took but... me off base a little bit there. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Now that we talked about the world, now we're in this scenario. You're still a good old tailor living in your Indiana. There, you get one power from one character. One power from one character. Hmm. 
let's see. I'm trying to think. I can come up with a few. I, I can either be food. Shut up, phone. I can either be uh, Futaro from the Quintessential Quintuplets and get a whole slew of badass bitches. Yeah, no, hair. Uh, having the hair magnet does not count as power. Sorry, bro. Okay. Shit. Um, also, a little, little side topic rant. Being a harem protagonist is fucking hell. Having to wrong. having to eventually pick one of these people who you're not wrong. You, you know you you spend an arc with each one of these people. You find all reasons to love them, and hey, you gotta pick one now. That sounds um, like hell. So no, you don't want that power. Sorry, bro. To be honest, if okay, so this mainly ties into isekai. So I would probably, I kind of would love to have. Kazuma's, uh, like, steel power, I guess, because it, it is a little useless outside. Here's the question. Functions hmm. as in Konosuba, where you only grab panties, or as an actual skill? As intended skill? Mm, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting out of the root of your pick right here. <laughs> you know, mm, if I could choose one, or the, if I had to choose one or the other... I go for the panties. <laughs> to be honest, because I don't want to be, I don't want to, I don't know, because most, because <laughs> this is what happens when we record at midnight. I mean, fuck. The last time I recorded it was like two a.m. <laughs> um, fuck. But honestly. I don't know. Probably just go for the the way that Cosmo usually uses it because so it, it, it sometimes is useful, but well, yeah, at the some, same time, sometimes you know when it's not being used as a gag, he does actually steal useful things. It's actually, yeah, but I don't know. Just I, just I in, ge in general, in general, I take Cosmo's power. But if I had to choose whether or not it would work as intended or work as what Cosmo does, most likely, which you know, parodies, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough decision, in my opinion. I personally would go with Dragon Ball Key. Mm. Being able to have key, being able to do stuff like Master Roshi and get all buff for as long as I can maintain the key, being able to fly. Because <laughs> yeah. let's face it, I'm I'm not I'm not one of those people who would easily turn into super villain once it gets superpowers. I would live a normal life and sometimes go, hey, this box heavy. Poof, oh, buff yeah. form. I I, yeah. I I think of it in a scale of aiding my everyday life, not I want to be able to fly around and blow up buildings with Kamahamahas. Mm hmm. But all right. What is a light novel or manga that does not currently have an anime adaption or any hopes of getting an anime adaption that you'd love to see adapted? Oh, shit. Mm, now you're going to have to make me... Because there's so many mangas and so many light novels that I've read over the past year and a half where I really want to see it get an anime adaptation. But I just don't think it will get an anime adaptation. See, one of the mangas I've read is titled, the English title is called I Shave That I Brought a High School Girl Home. It's a long title, but it's a light novel. Um, and I think it is going to get an anime adaptation. I was going to say, yeah, do you realize that that actually is getting adapted relatively soon? Yeah. There was but, an adaption announced. I believe it's coming in next season. Um, let's see. One that I... You, you, you only pick one. You get, you get the funding to pick one. Funding to pick one. Let me see if I could find the one. Uh, oh, um, there was one series that I've been reading. Um, let me see if I could quickly find the name of this. Just give me a sec. Okay, it's... Shoot, not that one. 
Uh, okay. It's called, the Japanese name is Ogami-san Daremori Des, which I am not, I'll look up the English title real quick, but this is one of the most hilarious, uh, most hilarious slice of life I could really come up with, uh, or that I've read in the past several months. Um, uh, the synopsis, uh, I'll give off a description. Due to her perverted hobbies of fantasizing about the male body, Ogami has difficulty making friends. Her classmate, the cool Yaganuma, also keeps to himself, and Ogami thinks that maybe they could be friends if she could just stop having dirty daydreams about him. Uh, when Ogami tries to return Yuiganuma's handkerchief one day, she ends up holding his hand and blurts out, quote-unquote, show me your dick. Uh, yep. End quote. I'm familiar it, with that series. Took me a second. I had to think about it a little bit. It turns out Yuiganuma has a power. Whoever touches him blurts out their secrets. I want to see that into an anime. I, I want to see that. I 100% agree. I would love to watch that. Because it would be what? Because whoever would animate it would have a, a, a blast. And I love the hell out of that series. So I really want to see that into an anime series. If I if if I could if I had the funding for that, I'd freaking do it. I'll, I bet. All right. What? This is the last question I really have prepared about anime or manga. What is one series that is relatively unknown, or maybe a series that is has a bad reputation that many people don't enjoy that you would love to see come to light more and have people see or enjoy it? Domestic girlfriend? <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> Ah, see, this one's kind of like a, a complicated one for me because it's like I've seen a lot of underrated shows, but not in the sense that it's like because it has a bad reputation or anything like that. Well, no, it could just be an underrated show that you don't think really anyone pays attention to. I think in my opinion, I would really love to see uh, the Hattori Bochi series become more popular because that series itself is not... It's not really popular. You really, you rarely get to see, or rarely find people who love the Toribochi series, and because it's super underrated, and it's underrated, but it's also like really good series because it's super serious and stuff like that. Um, but okay, um, I think one that's kind of underrated in my opinion for like a like a, a kind of a bad reason, I guess. I don't know. Mayuchiki. Some people kind of get turned off with Mayuchiki. Really? But, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I've, whenever I talk about Mayuchiki, there have been times where people, like, do not agree. Like, there's been times where I've read, like, people don't like the Mayuchiki series, and I kind of enjoyed the series itself. So, either that or, um, well, yeah, the, yeah, that, that series, that series. Alright. That's the only one I could really yeah, think of. That's a respectable choice. But all right, so what are no, I'll latch I'll latch off some of the questions you gave me so you have had time some had some time to prepare and think about it. Uh what what are some uh your plans for the future here? Whether it future be whether it be plans. for a Japanaholic or for yourself personally. Um, okay, so for the because I've had I've had a few days to think about this myself actually. Um future plans for the, the podcast itself is I would love to start incorporating more like guest, I get guest where I, I would love to have a permanent guest, but 
I want to see what happens with a one-man podcast as of right now, and possibly in, like, the near future, probably get a, get someone like either Brody or, like, somebody, you know, to be a permanent guest. Uh, that way we can talk about Japan, talk about uh, animes, and even some, like, games and stuff like that in general. So the plans for the podcast are that... I would continue doing this every Wednesdays or every Saturdays, maybe Wednesdays and Saturdays, co combining the two days, and, you know, just the podcast being about Japan and all that sort of stuff. Now, for me personally, um, I have a trip co I have a trip to Japan coming up in June that I would love to that I would love to record podcast episodes on, uh, and stuff like that. But I've also I've I've been kind of wanting to save this until like later in the year because it's not set in stone and it probably won't be till like August or October. But uh, I want to move to Japan. My obvious thing is that I want to move out of the states, go to Japan, and live in Japan where I would just live my life there because I love Japan. I've always loved traveling in general, but I've really I really want to like live in Japan because it's. The scenery's nice, and the whole culture is like a whole step up from America, in my opinion. So your intentions so. are to go to Japan in June to test the waters, and then within yes. three three to four months after, move there full-time? Yeah. Okay, that's respectable. You're, you're living out every weeb's dream of getting to live in Japan? Yeah, yeah. Do you Do you foresee traveling there in June and deciding that maybe moving isn't the best choice? Or do you foresee yourself being there indefinitely by the end of the year, living there? Mm. As of right now, the plans are is that I would travel to, travel in June, stay till July, come back, uh, and work a little bit more uh, with my part-time job, of course, and I would save up enough money to eventually move there. I want it when I move. I want it to be, you know, a permanent move. I don't want to just move there for a few years and come back. I want to move there pretty much permanently. So there's that. So now, do you intend on like what do you intend on working there, like doing as a profession once you get to Japan? Mm. Like let's let's talk a little more about your plans to move to Japan here. Like what a see see the thing is is that I really don't know what I could do in Japan because it's like yeah you could because. Everybody will be all like, oh, you could teach English in Japan, you know, because English teaching in Japan is like probably the biggest job opportunities for anybody who moves to Japan. But my issue is that uh, to get deeper to me, to me, I'm going to be graduating high school here shortly soon with just a general diploma. I'm not going to be getting like, you know, a f I'm not going to be able to do a four year college. So which means I'm not really I don't think I'm going to be able to. Because the thing is, is that I'm not even going to, when I move, I'm not even going to be able to get a, you know, I'm not going to be in college. Uh, what I plan on doing is going through, like, Gogodi Hog, which they will take me to a language school um, in somewhere in Japan. Preferably Kobe, Japan, which I've discussed before. That's where I would want to move if I ever do move, is it's near Osaka, and it is a nice port city, and I've seen beautiful pictures of Kobe. But um, I would go to their language school there. And I would probably just see what I could do there. Maybe there'll be some job opportunities that that I that could pop up every once in a while. So there's that. Well, you know what? I look. I plan currently have a Japan trip planned for July of two thousand. Or I'm sorry, for August of 2021, 2021, 2021. So I look forward to being able to stay in your residence with you over there. <laughs> <laughs> 
can make possibly make that happen depending on what happens. So, because I think I'll be moving there. April twenty twenty one is the planned date to move. And my trip, my my plan trip is for fall of twenty twenty one. So in April, September, around there. Because mm-hmm. the biggest reason I want to go to Japan is I want to go see the cherry, the cherry blossoms. Oh open. yeah, obviously. That, obviously. Is, that is the only reason Good. I really want to go there. I don't want, I don't <laughs> want to go there for anime and manga. Because let's face it, any anime or manga I'm gonna get in Japan is gonna be not in English, and even doubt I could find subbed stuff over there. Yeah. So um, I, I mostly want to go for the scenery, and yeah, fall. Scenery. I want to, I want to visit. You know. I want to do some of the basic stuff, like visit the temple and a temple in fall, or you know, New Year's that kind of stuff. And, yeah, the thing is, is that with my trip to Japan, I'll probably get because I'm taking it with Brody, who's been on this podcast before. But um, I'll when this episode's up, at least, um, me and him are going to talk about our plans later on in the future. So we'll go in depth upon what we want to do and what we plan on doing and what's the confirmed situations and stuff like that. So look forward to that. That's a good, that'll be a good episode. Yes. That's about uh, all that I had to ask for you. Is there anything you'd like to add on? Mm. Or would you like, or would you like to end on the same question you ended with me? Subs versus dubs. I think that one's obvious for anybody who's watched it. I'll listen to this podcast. I, I watch subs, but I'll watch dubs whenever I've already seen the series, like once and subbed. Like if I've so seen... you'll you'll watch it initially and subbed and watch it and dubbed. Yes. All right. Um, there. That's that's so... more respectable than anyone else I've asked that question to. Yeah. Um. Because honestly, I don't. It's like I understand that people really don't like to listen to dubs, but I also understand why people don't like to listen to subs. It's just, you know, up and atoms. You're near the middle of it. You understand both sides. Yeah. Um, so I guess, I guess I'll give a little bit more information on me, just like out of the blue kind of things. Um, cause I really, cause like I said before, I really didn't, I really haven't said much about what I am as a person myself. Um, outside of the fact that I live in Indiana and, you know, I love Japan and, um, see, I've been learning Japanese for roughly a year now up to this point, And I am far from being good at it, but I'm able to distinguish hiragana, katakana, kanjis. And, you know, I'm, it, cause the main goal that I wanted to do for the podcast, or at least do something like this very in the far future, I guess, is that I would make a, Japanese 101 podcast or something like that where it would be like you know if you want to learn Japanese from you know from like almost nothing then here's somebody who learned Japanese from nothing you know teaching you Japanese basically from nothing and working the way up the ranks and stuff like that because uh it's always been on my mind and stuff like that, that I would want to get people into the Japanese culture, into the Japanese language. So I would always be all, so I would always be like, well, I know Japanese, so let me teach some Japanese and Japanese cultures and stuff like that. But uh, since I'm not fluent in Japanese just quite yet, it's not the easiest thing in the world. So that's why I've decided to wait a little while to start doing like Japanese 101 series on this podcast. So if you are become if you are wanting to become like a, a a long-time listener and stuff like that that's something to look forward to i guess so i think other i think other than that that's really all there really is to it i mean 
Um, you know, basically, if you want to know like and some more stuff about me, me especially like with me and Alex, you know, there's the the podcast where I record uh, interviewed Alex, where we discussed how we met and a couple like other personal things here and there. So yeah, there's there's that. Um, but there really wasn't too much to really talk about today. It's just more like the the more anime side of things. And I kind of like that, you know, because, you know, last the last um, on the first part or whatever, we basically discussed what you do for a living, uh, which is like you are a basic chef at a, uh, at a restaurant. So, yeah, uh, I work at a freaking retail store. So, yeah, not fun. Yeah, but you know what? Not every job is always perfect. Yeah, it's true. You know, so very rarely do people find a job that they do that they can love. And when the people yeah. who do are extremely lucky people. Yeah. So that's what I kind of want to do differently in the next couple of years is I want to start making this into a, a job that I can actually enjoy. So um, I think if that's all you can ask for me, I think we could wrap up this episode here uh, of the Japan Holly podcast. Um, I will do an interview with Brody so you will get to know him and it'll be the same kind of questions as I did with Alex. So I will definitely look forward, definitely look forward to that, uh, in the near future. But thank you, Alex, for interviewing me and being on this podcast for this, uh, for another week. It's definitely been a blast. It has been. And I will see you in the next Japanaholic episode. Good night, everybody. Bye.